This is an Eva Burrows College podcast. The content covered here is intended for students enrolled in Eva Burrows College courses and is part of a larger learning context. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Good day. It's the first day of spring and I'm feeling good. So I'm going to be a little ambitious and try to cover two questions at once in today's podcast. As well as fitting in a bit on where to get on the job assistance, let's see how I go. The first question was about how to get support, reassurance and guidance. The student who asked this revealed that they wanted to know about what to do when they had doubts around whether they were dealing with the client in the best way possible. Well, just the fact that they were asking excited me. Why? Because there's always going to be times when you come up against self-doubt in this work. In fact, if we don't, to put it nicely, we might have room for improvement that we're not aware of. We should, or ideally, be doing some sort of regular checking in with our supervisors and allowing time during our work hours for performance review and for self-reflection. Your first port of call is your supervisor. It is generally accepted that a more experienced worker makes the best supervisor, but If that is not possible, seeking out time with others who are doing the same sort of work as you is a great option. When you are particularly troubled by aspects of your work, check on your workplace EAP program as soon as possible. That is the Employment Assistance Program that provides free sessions with trained counsellors. Some workplaces also have counsellors or chaplains who are available to staff. The Important takeaway is, do not wait until you suspect that you're experiencing the effects of vicarious trauma or burnout. We work closely with some very troubled, disadvantaged and complex people who are often experiencing mental health issues and possibly also physical pain and other things that make communication challenging. They will also come in with unspoken preconceptions about who we are and what our service is about. What are you talking about, I hear you ask. We always will explain what a client can expect from the service. Well, have a listen to what each of these three clients said early on in the first session. By the way, they all had the same service introduction and were in similar financial circumstances, similar budget deficits. I'll call the first one Mr Busy. He said... Oh, Miss Joyous, very kind. I don't know if I can go on without your support. I am working every day and I can't get the time to do any of this financial stuff. I've got to relax after working on the weekends. Can you do it for me? I am ever so grateful for all this organisation's wonderful help. You are such a kind lady. Thank you. I need to go now. Mrs Ill and Old, on the other hand, said... Oh, Carolyn, don't worry about me. I'm not as badly off as some. Don't overwork yourself, dear. I can do everything. I just move slower these days. I guess it can be expected given my age and health. I get cold too now that I can't afford heating, but humans have survived without heating before today. No, no, please don't go to any trouble on my behalf. I don't want to take you away from your important work that you do for all those poor people. 
I've already taken too much of your time in coming here today and I really don't want to be a bother. Mr. Recently Unemployed was different again. He said, I've worked hard. I've earned more money. I've paid my debts and now look, I'm having money woes again. And if anyone should get some help, it's people like me. Good hard-working Australians have been kicked in the bum. I'm not letting them get away with it. Yeah, well, maybe I could have managed better, but who couldn't with hindsight? But I've been ripped off left, right and centre, and it isn't my fault. Having a budget put together today is the least you people can do for me. And no, I can't tell you what I normally spend. Do any of these client approaches raise concerns for us? Are any of these three likely to be difficult to leave at the office at the end of the day? I don't mind sharing that all three concerned me and I thought about all three out-of-work hours and I lost some sleep until I sought help. How do you know if you are providing an unbiased service? Who out of those three might get more of your support, time and attention? The second question I'll address today ties into this as it came from a new worker who thought it rather strange to find it easier to work with a demanding client rather than a client who doesn't want to stand up for their rights. And I must say, that would not be the case for everyone. It would depend very much on individual worker skills, experience and personality, as well as it would depend on the actual client and what their preconceptions are. That is, what they think about you, which includes their ideas about people in your age group, your ethnic appearance, what they think about the way you look and sound, as well as what they may already think about your office, your organisation, etc. Things that, at least in the beginning, you can do little to change. For all of us, there will be clients that concern us, And although I needed to respond clearly and carefully with all three of these people, like the student who presented the second question, in the end I too found it most difficult to provide an adequate and appropriate service to Mrs. Ill and Old, the least demanding of the three. I needed to balance what she wanted from the service, which was very little, with the risk she was taking by not accepting more help when she seemed to really need it. And that took a very careful and thoughtful approach. But each of these three clients I remember well, because for different reasons, I found each one of them challenging. I needed support and guidance and a bit of reassurance I was doing an okay job. It doesn't matter how experienced in this work you get, having someone to there to turn to can make all the difference to your ability to be able to stay in this sort of work long term. So... Seek regular supervision, take advantage of the EAP programs, but even if this isn't available to you, for your own sake, ensure you have someone to go to, even if you need to do that in your own time. Now hopefully though, your organisation will provide on-the-job supervision and access to mentors on work time. You could even include a question about this at your next job interview. Good luck and remember to look after yourselves in the workplace.